Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Joey Tartell and the Zen Zealot, Brian Appleby Weinberg. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. What happens when three brilliant trumpet players get together and decide to make a difference? The World Trumpet Federation, that's what. Home to blogs, videos, and some really cool stuff that just might change your trumpeting life www.worldtrumpetfederation.com is a site to behold. See what I did there? It's a site. Anyway, look, stop on by www.worldtrumpetfederation.com and check it out, which in turn will help you figure it out. And by 26 Contemplative Studies for Trumpet, a new project by yours truly that is intended to lead students toward informed musicianship. The book contains 26 original studies for trumpet that are paired with 26 original poems. While the studies could stand alone for practice, performance, or auditions, the concept pairs them with poems so that the students begin to make this all-important extra-musical connection that leads to refined, elegant performance. The style of the studies varies throughout the book, but most are in the spirit of interesting, lyrical, melodic compositions that allow for expression, interpretation, and the development of authentic musicianship. Go to www.williamstoman.com for details and to order your copy of 26 Contemplative Studies today. And by the way, free shipping on all orders in these United States of America. 26 Contemplative Studies for Trumpet will change the way you guide students toward beautiful, musical, informed playing. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up a couple things, and no offense, we use these segments to zing, zig, and zag information that we believe is zesty to zany trumpet zealots. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chop Saver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Danny DeVito Gosling. And hey... (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> it's always sunny in Philadelphia. You need to protect those chops from sunburn, you know, in case you can't get a taxi. And now the man that is our Holy Reverend Holy. Jim to Joey's Louis De Palma, Dr. <laughs> Brian Appleby Weinberg. Wait, I just turned into Danny DeVito? Yes. Danny I thought Dan was Danny DeVito. No, everyone's Danny DeVito today. I'm not Alex Rieger in this uh, conversation? Uh, no, definitely not. I don't get anything for pulling that out? Nothing. No. <laughs> Nothing. 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 Somebody's going to have to send you an email. No points for you. Zero. <laughs> Zero Come points. It's on. like it's, it's much like your Wordle game. Zero <laughs> points for no you. No points. <laughs> I just can't figure that game out. Well, keep trying. <laughs> I love that the Joey Ekman, my former student, has renamed your version of Wordle. Tartle. 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 I'm in. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Dr. Out. Joe Ekman, for yeah. Uh, yeah, for doing that. So, Brian, what do you have for us today? Yeah, so um, so I had, you know, one of those great inspirational moments last night. Um, we have a guest artist uh, in town, David Childs, a euphonium player. So this is only tangentially related to cornet, although I do get to play a duet with him tomorrow night. Um, <laughs> wow. On, it, tonight on his show. It, it, so Dang. it's brass band related. It's brass so band it's related, cornet. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He he might be him and Tom Hutchinson are probably my two favorite brass players on the he, planet. He and Tom Hutchinson. Yeah. Yeah. And you Tom is my favorite and, cornet yeah, player. He, oh, in the I world. said him. Yeah. He Sorry. and Tom Hutchinson. Yeah. He yeah. and Tom Hutchinson. There you go. And um, and so Dave's here. He uh, he flew in from from Dallas. He teaches at UNT, and he flew in and um, you know four hours on the plane. We drove an hour to the rehearsal site gets his uh, instrument out and says, um, how about we warm up with a solo and proceeds to absolutely throw down. 
<laughs> the rehearsal just nice. incredible well, you know like he does what already. what pros do right <laughs> i mean that's what yeah. you guys do you you show up you get out Wait of the minute. plane whoa, 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 whoa. hold on you just said you guys do you know you're a pro yeah well <laughs> i'm <laughs> not letting that go Brian. you just distance yourself from professional musician and i'm not it, allowing for it okay so it, i know it, why well, well, no this is why brian has never heard dave child say i'm on my teeth and that's that's right. Never one time. It's the difference. Yeah. It's because he lives in Texas. You can't hear him from there. <laughs> exactly. So what you're saying is, unsurprisingly, he sounded amazing. Oh my gosh, it's fantastic. So we, we're playing this little duet, um, this little novella by Ben Hollings, British composer, young British composer, and super easy. When you're playing next to that kind of player, it's super easy to just be carried along. And, you know, contribute musically. And man, it was just a great experience. You know, some of those, you know, you get the little hairs on the back of your neck stand up. It's just really fantastic playing. And he's doing a class today and a, and a recital tonight. He's working with the band tomorrow night. And that's uh, just terrific inspirational oh, now, is he per here. performing with the band as well? Are you guys doing? No, he's we're not doing a concert. We're in, in preparation for the contest. Oh, that's um, right. You're contesting yeah. things. Yeah. We're contesting, and he's um, he's taking us through the, the pieces <laughs> tomorrow night in rehearsal. Now, does he uh -huh. does he play with a brass band in the states somewhere? No, he's taking um, Dallas Brass to the um, Dallas Brass Band to the for, to the contest mm -hmm. in okay. April. Um, he played. With, I mean, he's played with everyone in the UK, of course. Well, that's I know, but since um, moving, uh, or you know, I, does he live in Texas full time? I don't know his situation. Is he he's back and forth. Back and forth. Yeah, okay. and of course, during COVID, he did the online teaching from Wales. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So he was with his family the whole time. Ooh. He does have a house in, in Texas um, and he does just a ton of flying back and forth. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It's amazing, but really yeah. fun. So and he's great. great. He's around. that's very cool. great. He's a great hand, great person, you know, wonderful. Hold on. Hold on. Smart. Hold on. What, yes, I did. What? I did rewind say it. that too. Joey, he rewind said it. Great hang. He's we a have, great hang. He said, you said well, it, but yeah, but that could be good or bad news. I mean, I think for us, offense intended he uh, won't totally. hang with us <laughs> yeah he'll hang with he'll, dave childs he'll hang with the the, the british brass band the british guy. guys yeah who's who speak the same this? well speak the, the same brits, language the brits don't really call it a hang no that's the thing i don't think brian likes labels yeah. so, or, or to hang well, with as us you, as you know <laughs> or to hang with us offense <laughs> intended that's right offense exactly. intended yeah wow wow so if you're in around Glassboro or Philadelphia and you want to hear an amazing show tonight, so well, we won't nobody here this till next week. You just missed it. <laughs> missed it. It was great. <laughs> it's totally right. killing. Wow. Wow. All right, Joey, what do you have for us? Well, as I mentioned, travel has started back up again. And last weekend I was in Bismarck, North Dakota. And you might be thinking, where Why? else would anyone go at the end of January? Well, I was in winter. January. It's yeah. incredible. That's beautiful. Nice. The University of Mary Jazz Festival. I'd been up there before a few years ago. And uh, wow, I, you know, I haven't done one of these in a while. So travel, of course, is never fun. And, you know, uh, little planes and all that kind of stuff is a, is a pain in the butt. How were the uh, airports? Uh, okay. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's still, it's weird. So, yeah, but, uh, but, you know, I got out there and everything was fine. But this is what you forget. You know, we get to the end of the day, you know, we're working with bands all day long. You're writing comments and clinicking and working with the band. So it's a non-competitive festival. So every third band, you rotate out and spend a half an hour with them, which is really great. Right. Mm -hmm. So the end of the day, there's a concert. So I'm sitting backstage and the college band is going to start the concert. And uh, I'm going to play a couple tunes. And Matt Harris was there as the guest artist. And uh, if you don't know, nice. Matt, he's uh, a Los Angeles-based uh, pianist and uh, composer arranger. And he's great. 
we had never met before and you know i've been seeing his manuscript since they were in his handwriting as check out this part of his resume he did one of his degrees at uh, Eastman and another degree at Miami and also played a Maynard's band. Sounds so really <laughs> familiar. We have now here's the funny part. Since I'm younger, I, I know him. He has no idea who I am. <laughs> right. you know? So uh, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, so you're where? And then we start comparing how she's like, okay, this is just weird. Uh, <laughs> so he's great. You know, so we're backstage, but there's about a thousand high school kids in the audience, and the college band walks out on stage, and these kids just went crazy. I hadn't even played a note yet. I thought, wow. You know, there it is, live performance, being in the room, being part of it, but also the idea that, you know, music education does, it's still a thing. It's still out there. I know there are times where we get really uh, disheartened at the direction some things can go, but there it was. End of the day, all of these kids had come in from, you know, all around that region, you know, from uh, North Dakota, from over in, I think there were some kids from Fargo coming over. Um, you know, spend some time on a bus just to get out there and play their set in front of and their people and, and work with the judges and then hear the college band there. Totally into it. Great oh, environment. Uh, and just electric. It was great. So the, their big band played and then their vocal jazz group sang and then the judges, we put a little small group thing on at the end. Unbelievable. Great vibe, great environment. Totally, totally cool. Did you play any high notes? I may have played a couple hundreds because um, I wasn't I wasn't actually originally <laughs> scheduled to play with the big band. And then the band director said, hey, as long as you're here, Since you're here. <laughs> we've got this tune we're doing. And I'm like, OK, sure. And then said, well, you know, Matt's actually doing one of his tunes to close. And maybe to have you and him out would be kind of I'm like, yeah, I'm totally I'm, I'm in. I'll be I'll be fine with that. <laughs> so it's possible. It's possible. There were some high notes. You, you play bass, too. Do you play bass as well? I did not. I was traveling on small planes and only doing right. this. So I traveled with just a B flat trumpet. Right. I could see. I could see Joey at one of like Jamie's concerts when she was little, and the band director says, "Our trumpet section. Our first trumpet player is sick. Could you grab your horn and play?" And Joey goes out of the car and gets his horn. He comes back, and it's a middle school band concert. And somehow he caps it something. You know what I mean? At the end. <laughs> Like he's gonna put a double C on the end of some junior high band. I could see it, it happening. It needed it. It needed it. First <laughs> <laughs> clan goes running back to throw down. Everyone heard it. Play higher than me. Listen, yeah. hot cross buns was begging for it. Begging for it. <laughs> I think we know that. Please. Every time I hear it. Yeah. Right, Bill, Bill, what do you got for us this morning? Well, uh, I hated it. I didn't want to save this for the podcast but i think i'm just going to drop it on you guys now i don't think i can go to albuquerque uh-oh <laughs> and what, I, is it what, well what's I mean, going on uh, well the tour i mean i know the tour's coming up well depending on it yeah I know this comes as a surprise i'm sorry to drop it on you here but i got my flight information in the mail and i was going yep. over anything I wait in the I mail can, well you, you like know the us I the, the no, like email. Not email it to me i got my flight okay. information but yeah I, I i was looking over and i don't think i can go what's well, that well, yeah, why is not? Oh, my seat assignment. 7C. Nope. No. Yeah. I can't no, no, get on no. the plane. You're going to have to get that changed. That's negotiable. I can't. I can't. Would no. you? That's Would like you get sitting... on an airplane if your seat assignment was 7C? That's like no. sitting at a table and there would you would be the 13th person. You just can't sit down. You need one more person or you got to get out. Yeah. That I, is I went the to... trumpet equivalent. Yeah. I parked at Dulles one time to fly out to somewhere. That's a And the, those parking lots? You know, huge parking lot. So you got to remember the number of the letter. Or the, I looked up. I had parked under seven C. Did you move? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. 
I drove you move across. Over somewhere like to a five C or something like that. Well, it's, actually, yeah, yeah I, I went to. I found the one. You found the, the one, one and a quarter C. C. One and a quarter C. I found the one. <laughs> Is that where you parked? Well, it said one C. <laughs> I climbed up the pole and added <laughs> marker point two five point two five to it. Because then I could remember where I parked. <laughs> that sounds reasonable. <laughs> but no, man, we're going to have to do some... Ser- uh, we'll call the airlines. Yeah, please call the yeah. airlines. We're going to have to call yeah. some people. <laughs> Skyscrapers gonna... don't have the 13th floor in their elevator, right? Exactly. No. I was really working to try to find a way to get the 7C into today's episode. Though. <laughs> that seemed like well the done. best way to go. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> I am looking forward to the tour, though. Oh, it's going to be great. Albuquerque, yeah. Colorado. Yeah. If you're anywhere near Albuquerque or Durango, you got to come see us. You got to come see us. We're on the road. Yeah. Is there an itinerary or a program or We'll uh, we'll get right on that. <laughs> I'm not the cruise director on this one. Right. We're going to have to ask John. You're, you're going to have to be. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not scheduled to be the cruise She'll director. Be. Are you the where are you the like the are you the gopher? What are you? Yeah, <laughs> well, we kill all the gophers. I think you guys are all Doc. Wait, does that make me Captain <laughs> Stooping in this? How oh, does this work? Gosh. No, you're still Louis De Palma. You... <laughs> no, I've switched TV shows. You went cruise director. We're on the love boat now. No, I know where wow. we are. <laughs> I know where we are. Yeah, this, Louis De Palma. This, this, wow. Too too easy to take this one one step too far. Yeah, so we're going to move on. <laughs> Done. All right, boys. I'm gonna. It's a new game. It's an old game, but it's a new game. Uh-oh. Oh no! Wait, we're gonna do. Which is it? We're gonna. Well, it's one we've yes. played before, but it's a new game for us. But we've played it before, but it's a new version of it. So it's a new old new game. Uh, this is. Uh, <laughs> My head we're gonna, hurts. We're gonna. We're gonna play. Great minds think alike. <laughs> This is the one where oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is going to be the, perfect. This is the one where I say, like, I ask a question and then we all three give our answer and then we compare our answers at the end. Okay. To see how alike we actually think. Oh, man. It's a train wreck. There's now I did Again. it. Two, I did it in two rounds today. Okay. One sort of a fiction and then the other one's kind of well, it's like a nonfiction round and then sort of a fiction round. I don't understand what that means. Okay, well, you don't need to because I found out like your game game is weak. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> your mom posted something on Facebook about the podcast, and I was like, Joey does it. It was about the Wordle thing you're doing. And I was like, Joey's childhood fascinates me. He knows nothing about games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know me. I'm no good with rules or no terrible. Yeah. No, just awful. Yeah. All right, here we go. Round one, Great Minds right. Think Alike. It's the new old, new game version. This is the nonfiction round. Greatest trumpet book ever written. Okay. And well, I say we go the whole way through and then we'll go back. Is that okay? okay? Yeah. All right, good. Question number two. Best meal you've ever eaten while traveling. Oh, I'm going to need some time on that. <laughs> you probably, I thought you'd already have this divided into categories. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> Which continent? Tex-Mex? <laughs> so. Non-Tex-Mex. <laughs> Best meal while travel. Okay. He's, he's got it. I mean, you're not like Vince. I think Vince has these on a Rolodex. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a problem. There, there's a lot of good ones. Vince, told, of good told, ones. Vince one time told me that trumpet playing was something to do between meals. <laughs> that's right. I've learned that from him, and he's correct. <laughs> okay. That's good. How long does the average person make it into 100 days of practicing? That's question three. I think Brian's done the research on this. 
question four. Best orchestra in the United States of America. Oof. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Best orchestra? I don't know how to do best. Yeah, that's bad. <sighs> Making this decision is bad for your business model, but we're going to put it out there anyway. Brian has an opinion on this. I do have an opinion oh, on that. I have opinions. Brian not only has an opinion on this, but he'll tell you he thinks who's the most overrated orchestra. <laughs> I will do that he, too. He will go right in. He yeah. has no. He has, he. Yeah. He's got none to give. Um, okay. And question five: best day of the week to eat pizza. I have to limit this to one day. Well, there's got to be a best day. No. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's frustrating. That's the point. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. All right. Let's go around the horn. Brian, greatest trumpet book ever written. Clark. Arbin's. Arbin. <sighs> Clark doesn't have any music. Yeah. Okay, that's true. Yeah, what, four studies? you got to go with Arbin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joey plays the entire Clark book every morning. Not all of it, but most of and it every morning. yet still voted for Arbin. <laughs> yes. Right, because Arbin has, uh, has a lot of technique and a lot of music. You want both. Right. And to any of our listeners, James Moore, that don't know what the Arvin book is, just give us a shout. We'll sign right, And an honorable mention to St. Jacob's, which is under underused. Yeah. There's also a lot of good technique and a lot of good music in there. I've right. never purchased a St. Jacob book. I have I, owned seven. I have two in my <laughs> office right now. Brian is a, I think I have two. Brian is a magnet for St. Jacob's. It's just weird. I, I was in, at Oberlin and somebody said, you know, you should have the St. Jacob book. And I said, I've never heard of it. And they said, yeah, you should get a copy. And I thought, all right, I'll get a copy. The next morning, I opened my locker. There were three St. Jacob books in the bottom of it. So you manifested them. Apparently. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, Super that. weird. Yeah. That's really good. I love okay. It. Best meal you've ever eaten while traveling. Am I going again? Yeah, you're yeah. up first. Letha's. Oh, Letha's barbecue. That's wow. a good call. Yeah, for those of you near the- This United is from a vegan. Hattiesburg, anywhere near Hattiesburg, Mississippi, get over to Letha's Barbecue. It's moved since the last time we were down there, but it, we are confident it's still worth it's, the, the trip. It was stunning. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. All right, Joe, you got to nail it down. All right, so for me, I did a tour in the summer of 1997 with Bill Russo's big band, and we went to Italy for about two weeks. Oh. <laughs> part, well, of this, yeah. part, of, part of this tour <laughs> was spending two and a half days on the small island of Sardinia. <laughs> now, after now the concert was, the, the tour is fairly brutal that Bill every single day would want to do a sound check, which turned into a two and a half to three hour rehearsal. rehearsal. A lot of Kenton type <laughs> stuff. I was the only lead player on the tour and just like, just a lot of pounding, right? But every <laughs> night after the concert, we, we were treated well to a meal. And on the yeah. island of Sardinia, they walked us down, back around. It was outdoors and these tables were set out of the seafood they caught that morning and the stuff that they grew right there and the handmade pasta they made that afternoon. <laughs> and I thought I could, I, I could live here. This could, could be the rest of my I life. Could, yeah. I could sure. just, I could just live here. They must need a trumpet player here <laughs> and I will just live right here. So it was all of it. Not the food was spectacular. Every, you know, every, new thing that came i thought well that was the best thing ever and then they'd bring some more and i'm like this is now the best thing ever and uh, you know you're on the island of sardinia just the, the everything every single part of it was unbelievable i think that's right. probably number right. one for me that's wow. pretty good yeah that's great bill 
Mine is the uh, Blackened Alaskan Salmon Eggs Benedict at the Golden Buff Restaurant in Boulder, Colorado. Yeah, that's wow. probably pretty killing. <laughs> okay, that does sound good. Stupid. Served in a cast iron skillet with potatoes, uh. you know, and the whole deal. And it was phenomenal. It's just one of those standout things. Yeah. Because I love Eggs Benedict. Who so does? Be, yeah. I mean, like. Yeah, but that's a place, that that's, that's a food you you should only get somewhere where you know they're doing it right because boy that sauce could just oh right gone wrong that's not okay no <laughs> yeah. but if you're ever there you got to do this one it's standing nice. crazy road good. trip road trip all right brian that's, that's a good call so How this is average, average person yeah make it into 100 days of practicing before they take a break yeah <laughs> yeah that's 12 days <laughs> that's funny i put 11 <laughs> I think we're dialing it in. <laughs> yes, I we just, are. I just said not enough. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have watched more than uh, than a few people. 100 days of practice, mm-hmm. and by day 10, 11, 12. So today's my day off. Okay, that's not a day of practice. Yeah, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Yeah, some people concluded the rest day as part of the 100 days. Nope. Nope. <laughs> That's not practicing. That's, nope. that's a day of rest. That's not, not a day okay. of practice. Now, it can be useful, mm-hmm. but it's not a day of practice. It's not a day of practice. Correct. Got it. No. I, which leads us to the next question. The best orchestra in the United in these United States of America, as we'd like to say. I said Cleveland. So did I. I knew, I knew it was <gasps> Cleveland. Joey said Cleveland also. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Was, yeah. I said San Francisco. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You thought it was going to go East Coast, but I didn't. I didn't know where you were going to go. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously, I have some bias into to trumpet and brass section, so I'm looking for some stability there, you know, and some mm-hmm. long tenure of mm-hmm. this is how we do it, you know. Yeah. Uh, so there's some orchestras that have been in some transition and some moving around and are still relatively new that I don't think sound bad at all. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying anything negative about anybody, but boy. The Cleveland Orchestra sounds like the Cleveland Orchestra, and no. it's great. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to happen in the fall when their brochure comes out for the new season. It's going to be two out of three stars, the Open Bell Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll get right on that. <laughs> they're going to get where, right on it. That is where they're they're checking is is us. So why San Francisco? Give us give me that. It goes back to uh, the recordings of the Hinnemann Symphonic Metamorphosis and Mappus de Mahler. When that, did they do those? Uh, 90s, early yeah, 90s. Yeah, so that's not today. That's a 30-year-old orchestra. Doesn't matter. You said the best orchestra in the United States. So did I get to, do I get to say 1957 Chicago what, Symphony? San Francisco wasn't <laughs> in the United States in 1990? It was, but it. And th- but that. You're, what I'm saying, you it's said. It's not now. You spoke in the present Is that what you're tense. saying? You said what is, not what was. I, actually, I said best orchestra. In the, I didn't, it doesn't matter. That's my opinion. I said best <laughs> orchestra in these United States of America. Right. So, so if I'm going to say, I, you know, we could say, you know, 1960 Chicago. Sure. You could say whatever you want. No, I, I, we took, I think Brian and I took that to be right What's now. Today. 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 Yes. All right. I'm still not changing my answer. <laughs> so you answered your own question wrong. I just want that clear. <laughs> Yet. So Brian and I got it right. <laughs> no points for Bill. I, no points the, for negative I wrote, five points. I wrote the question and got it wrong. Correct. That's <laughs> what I'm got saying. got it right. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> and number five, best day of the week to eat pizza. Yeah, my answer was the same as Joey's. Every day. And if not, Friday. 
I, okay. I also wrote Friday or Days Ending and Y. Yes. Nice. <laughs> I wrote Friday. It, it's all definitely right. Friday. Yeah. It's definitely Friday. Because when you finish the work week on Thursday afternoon and you got oh, all day to look forward you. to food. I'm going to kill you dead. <laughs> There's nothing like anticipating a great pizza for Friday dinner. For in the middle of your weekend. In the middle of my weekend. <laughs> right in the middle wow. of my weekend. All right. That was fun, but that was just a warm-up for round two. Uh-oh. Okay. Round two, great minds think alike. All right. Here we go. Question one. If Anton Weidinger were alive today, would he have a double C? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He'd <Two>. be really old. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Would Anton Weidinger drink Coke or Pepsi? Again, Three. if he were alive. <laughs> right. Of course. I said this is the, the fiction round. Three. What kind of car would Anton Weidinger drive? Oh, that's a, now today. that's a good question right there. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I know the answer to this one. I'm going to get this. No, one. I, I know the answer to this. Okay, if Anton Weidinger played in the NFL, what position would he play? Okay, I think there's an obvious answer, but yeah. that's just me. I got it. All right, and number five, Brian, the NFL is the National Football League. Okay, Are you good? Yeah, I'm okay. good. I'm good. Right. <laughs> He's like National Flugelhorn. <laughs> Flugel, brass band. Number five, if Anton Weininger were alive today and living in the United States, where would he live? Okay. And Joey's got it. He figured it out. All right, Brian, back to the top. If Weininger were alive today, would he have a double C? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Obviously. Yes. He was the lead cat. Yes. He's the guy. Well, I mean, think about it. He He was playing all the way up to a concert D flat. Uh, you know, or D. Joey's done if, the math. Of course, right. You think about the Haydn. I've thought a lot about this in the 30 seconds since you've asked it. If you think of, if we're thinking about the Haydn concerto, which goes up to the, the high E flat and B right. flat trumpet, right? Yeah. That's a high concert D flat. Yeah. That was a yeah. couple hundred years ago. Yeah. He was way ahead of the curve then. Right. We have professionals today that can't do that. And he was way ahead of that curve. Easy. Easy double C yeah. cat. No problem. Easy, yep. easy double no C problem. or blazing double C? Both. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. On fire. Oh, yeah. No, no question. Just blowing the keys off the bugle. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yes. Exactly. What do you think? You didn't vote yet. No. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm saying clear. blazing. Yeah. There, yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. Big as a house. Yeah. Okay. Brian, would Anton Weininger drink Coke or Pepsi? Coke. 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 Yeah, yeah. because it's better. We, we, well, yeah. Because, yeah. yes, way better. Yeah. Okay. Easy enough. Great. What car, what kind of car would Anton Weininger drive? Subaru. Like, oh no no no! You forget where he's from. He drove a BMW. Wow. Well, oh. I did say Mercedes or BMW, but no, I thought you, I was yeah. trying to think like you guys. No, you're both wrong. He moved to get away from those things. Okay. Oh. And think about this: cutting edge guy. He's driving a Tesla. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm going. Key okay. Bugle. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, he's like you that's know a what? Better, much better. They're going to put keys on this, and we're going to lean towards valves, and I'm going to lead the way. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead with it. You're right. Tesla's you, a great. Being a Tesla, Tesla. The answer, you're right. right? Yes. Yeah. Right, hey, Anton, I got this idea. I'm going to make this car no motor, all electric, twelve moving parts. You just charge it and go. No, you. I need he's to be in. the first one. I'm he's in. in. Yeah. This yeah. is what totally I do. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Tesla's this is correct. what I do. Much all better. Right. If Anton Weininger played in the NFL, the National Football League, Brian, what position would he play? Goalie. 
<laughs> what? That's fantastic. <laughs> keeper. <laughs> keeper, right. He would be a keeper. Wow. <laughs> That's my final answer. I thought he was going to go with like seeker. Wow. It was going to be a Quidditch problem. <laughs> so. You sir are into touch. Yes. <laughs> I, no, I think it's clear he'd be a kicker. Kicker. Yeah. Right. Clutch guy. Yeah. Right. And yeah, plus, a, he has vide, so it could be he doesn't want to go wide. But Dinger, no. he's right there. <laughs> yeah. Vide yeah he's, he's a kicker. He's a kicker. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Come Games in, on pressures on, knock it down. Yep. Right. Yep, he's the guy. Yeah. I love it. All right, question five. If Anton Weininger were alive today and living in the United States, where would he live? New York. I say no. No. New Braunfels, Texas. <laughs> okay, that's a great that's a great <laughs> guess. It is. Explain. And an informed guess. That's well. A, that's there, German. That's a, a large German population yeah. is found. That instead well, of coming in from the east coast or the west coast, they came into the Gulf of Mexico, went up into Texas. Says, "We'll just stay here." There's still, <laughs> if you want a good Oktoberfest, New Braunfels, Texas. Which yeah. way? Not New Braunfels, Texas. Which lots no. of people say, "No, no, 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 no." New Braunfels, Texas. Yeah. That's where and, it's going to be. Hill uh, country. Yeah. It's lovely. It's beautiful. Where they still speak essentially a, an ancient form of German. Yeah, like he'd feel old form very comfortable right there. Yeah. Uh, no, you're both wrong. It's Vienna, Virginia. Oh, <laughs> home of AOL. Right. Oh, man. Uh, wow, that's perfect. Wow. Vienna, wow. Good call. And easy access to D.C. where he'd be gigging with his blazing double C's. Yeah. And, and driving around for... in his Tesla. And he could get a charging station for his Tesla. Yeah, no I think problem, Vienna's right? a good call. He's it's killing a very good call. Yeah, yeah and, and kicking for whatever the Washington football team is the about The Washington professional football team. Yeah. Do they have a name yet? They do not. No. 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 Yeah. I thought it should have been Washington team football. <laughs> but they called and I said, No, we got the WTF thing. I'm yeah, sorry. they can't have it. They can't yeah. have it. That's us. Karen said there's a you know, someone on the line from the NFL. Could you take the call? I'm like, Yeah, I'll take the call. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, you can't have it. Can't have it. <laughs> Click right, it. Out. right out. The WTF. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right out. Well, come on. That was fun, wasn't it? That was awesome. You guys did pretty well, and I only missed one question. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> All right, boys. Time for a couple things. Today's episode is titled Compression, Unicorns, and Other Myths, so that we could talk about any and all of the things that we think are not only too good to be true, but just a bit outside. And I'm out. You're out. <laughs> oh. All right, let's do this. Come on. Right. Let's just, for most of all, let's put the concept on the table, right? Yeah. When you see this crazy snake oil stuff going across the internet. Come on. Yeah, I've got five categories here. Shocking. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> really? have. We do not have enough time to get to everything. No, we're not going to get There's to everything. There's too much stuff out there. I like the categories idea. So I've got five categories. So Let's what I want to start with. Now, we've, we've, we've covered some of this before in a little five bit of detail. Categories. But let's start with the obvious. When we talked about this before, gadgets, right? Yes. If someone says to you, what you need to get better at trumpet is to buy this, and then instead of playing the trumpet, you just use this, no. Now, this is not to say, now, uh, I like to make sure that we're, we have, we're 
clear, well thought, and nuanced here. I am not saying that a gadget cannot be helpful in circum- certain circumstances. Correct. But right. never instead of practicing. Never. Mm-hmm. Possibly in addition to. Never instead of. And that's the important part because people will take things like the pencil exercise. And for those of you who are not familiar with the pencil exercise, this might be the original gadget. What you do is you take a <laughs> right. pencil and you put one end in, you know, in the your eraser lips, end, usually. Eraser end in your lips. <laughs> the lead end. Against, so, uh, but in front of your teeth and then hold it there. Mm-hmm. Right? And then they say, that this is what's, this is the secret. Yeah, and especially and if you to can't practice, you should do, just do this. Just yes. do this. Now, the building muscle. Yeah, this can build some muscles there. Now, it doesn't take a lot of muscle to play trumpet, frankly. So the idea yeah. that you need to build a lot of muscle outside of just regular practice is a false premise. You mean other than your biceps. Like, you Obviously. need biceps to play the trumpet. Well, if you want Especially to the left one. The left yeah. one. You just need you know, a left. you got to build up your armbusher. Yeah. Well, you might think the right one if you really want to get your pinky in that hook and pull oh, the, on the oct- right hand. You mean, too. The o- you mean the octave key? I have watched. I think I've told this before, but standing next to me in high school, somebody pulled the pinky ring off of their trumpet. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, my teacher Kevin Eisensmith had a story about standing in formation in the army band, where there was this guy who who really used the octave key a lot, you know, and the Armstrong method, and pulled it off, hit himself in the head so hard, knocked himself down, <laughs> and out in formation. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, I'd love to be standing next to well, What are the other categories? So you've named one category. All right. Just name okay. name your other four. Okay, other here are my here. categories, and then let's we'll yeah. see what we want to go here. So gadgets, I didn't right. know we were going to go one at a time, right? Yeah. No, that's good. Um, shortcuts. And I can cover that in one <laughs> I can cover that in one sentence. Is there my list are or, none. Is this my list or your list you're reading? All right. Great so, shortcuts. And and then three secrets. <laughs> you know, the people that are telling you. Hey, listen. I know what everybody else says, but really, <laughs> I, I, I've got I've got the secret mm-hmm. here. And then the last two get a little complicated. One, there are exceptions. You know, when you when you hear about, you know, well, so and so plays. Lead, I heard so and so plays lead trumpet on a on a Bach one that's opened up on a large board trumpet, and they have blazing double C's. Mm-hmm. That one person that might even be true. Right doesn't, doesn't mean that applies makes, to everybody. Makes, right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and then. The stories, the legendary mm. stories, very few of which are true in any way. Like those, are like, <laughs> those are the categories of just crap out there that I think gets in the way. Bill, do you have anything to add? Brian, you got anything to add to that? So those kind of cover the things that I had. I do want to talk a little bit about the the human factor, as well, right? Just the just the way that we, I mean, which is kind of included in here, especially in the secrets part of it. So we, we'll leave it there, and I'll, I'll weave in what I have. <laughs> All right. I got it. Now, any, are there any gadgets we want to highlight in Category 1? I mean, I have some, like the pencil exercise is one of my favorite things ever. The idea that That's great. Don't, don't practice. Just put a pencil up between your well, heels and hold it there. Well, well this, this goes along with the Pete thing. Shoot, I said it. <laughs> um, the bolt thing. <laughs> you know where, like, if you see people, uh, and here again, people living their lives out on Instagram, you know, which is, of course, is the real reality when it comes to trumpet playing. If it doesn't happen um, online, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. But, you know, <laughs> I'm in my car and I'm on my way to the gig and no time to warm up, but I've got this, so I'm good. Right. I'm fine. Uh, no. Right. And <laughs> no, listen, 
uh, Terry Warburton and I, uh, he was a little upset with me the first time I gave a clinic about this, and I, <laughs> I went in on the Pete. But my premise, and I showed him this, is I like Terry, and I've been friends with Terry for a long time. I said my premise was you can't do this instead of practicing. Now, on his website, and to give Terry some credit here, he actually says this is not a substitute for practice. Right. And But I right. said, sure, you do say that, but what are all your endorsers saying? Well, exactly yeah, sure. what Bill just said. Hey, I didn't have time to practice. I was driving. I was running late. I was on a plane today. So instead of, mm-hmm. I just use this. That's not okay, ever, with a, right. any kind of you know pencil exercise variation. Uh, you know, I've made fun of the breathing bag. We've done that here before. You know, right? We have a good time with that. I have a really good time with that because that's not generally speaking. If there's if you need some help in kind of getting that stuff together. Maybe that can help you get that together, but that's not how we breathe and blow when we play trumpet. Right. So it's yeah. not a one-to-one. And if you think it is, you're just wrong. That's just not how it works. You're doing and for wrong. all these things, this is no guaranteed path to the next thing. This, if you do this gadget or use this gadget, you will have this result. That's not true. No. Um, right. And, and, and so... And there are lots of people hawking this stuff. And Joey, you've made this point several times, hawking this stuff who ha- had incredibly successful careers as players um, before they even started thinking about any of these things. Right. That This is the intellectual aspect I want to talk about. Because we, we've talked, we've covered this before. Like, I made it to this point. Now I'm going to look back and reflect on the things that I think probably got me here. No. And guess what? Like, it was hard none work. Of, none of those gadgets were on there. Yeah, no. not one of them were on that list. I, I yeah, would exactly. like to single out one gadget, and it's this staccator thing, the thing that helps you work on tonguing. And it was which is even hard for me to say, clearly. But look, you're already thinking about tonguing too much. Don't add a gadget. All right, but that one is, is one of my all-time favorites, and I have demonstrated this in, 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 in public, the idea that when you go... It makes a clack, clack, clack sound. And when you go, it makes the exact same sound. Right. You can get it to make the sound. That device gives you the same response whether you're practicing really good fundamentally or incredibly poorly in a fundamentally. It gives you the same exact result. Yeah. Again, you're already thinking about it too much. Well, for you, if you're thinking about articulation at all, you're thinking about it too much. In fact, we're over our word count on articulation as of right now. <laughs> there it let's, is. Let's move on. But yeah, the gadget category, <laughs> B, that's my, it's one of my favorites, and I check them mm-hmm. all out as they come. And again, I want to be nuanced about this. In a, if, if you think it can help you, it's in addition to your practice, not instead of your practice. Yeah. Period. Yeah, if it, if it makes for a great analogy or if it creates some connection in some way, outstanding. Absolutely. But be wary of it. Yep, absolutely. It's it's no magic pill there. Love the gadgets. Uh, I can't wait to get shortcuts. Let's go to shortcuts. Shortcuts. So (laughs) I'll take shortcuts for a thousand. Shortcuts for a thousand are are easy. (laughs) Bill, are there any shortcuts? (laughs) No. Ding, ding, ding. A thousand thousand points for Bill. This makes up for you screwing up your question that you wrote earlier. San Francisco (laughs) Symphony. Great since the 50s. They are great. <laughs> they are great. great. It's they a great, great band. Yeah. It's a great band. That's right. Yeah. No, there's no short. There are no shortcuts. Right. So if you are, if you see a trumpet teacher out there that is telling you, hey, which all you need to do is, 
X, and then magically you're going to be able to do Y. Right. It's not true. It's well, just that simple. This yeah. is my this is my favorite one with the shortcut. So so we've all happened like you get you get called late for the gig, right? It's a last minute thing, and you got to learn a bunch of music quickly, or you just blew it off and didn't practice enough, and now you got to jam all this stuff in. So over the years, I've said you can cram music, you can't cram chops, <laughs> right? So oh sure, you can learn all ten pages of that in a few days. You can put that together intellectually, but but physically, you're not going to make it. There's no there's no shortcut to getting there. Right. You can't cram chops. Yeah, I would argue that you can't cram music much in the uh, from a way of it's a short term versus long term thing. Right? You sure. may be able to like if you're studying for a test and it's the night before the test and you really kind of cram and then you've got enough information to get through the test. Here's what I want to do as a classroom teacher. If I ever teach classroom again, which is unlikely at this point, um, <laughs> let's say I'm going to give a, a test on Monday. I want to give that test on Monday and then two weeks later unannounced give the same test the same test <laughs> yes this is what i want that's you know. beautiful right because this is yeah you might be able to cram and get all that stuff so that you can get through a concert but you haven't really learned it which means you haven't really done yourself any good you know the idea mm. of of learning for the test or getting it un, just well enough to get through a concert is not learning that's yeah. not good this is what i didn't understand when i when I was teaching kindergarten and they asked me if I could, uh, who could teach algebra. And I said, sure. I mean, everybody knows algebra, right? And the principal of the school said, no, <laughs> no one knows algebra. And no I said, but, but we learned this when we were kids. So then you just know it. Right. And she says, what do you, and I said, like your quadratic equation, which I've rattled off during the opposite of B plus. And she's like, okay, yeah, here's the book. Go. You know, but uh, because, because, I, because she goes, you have to get the kids through this book. I'm like, no problem. Piece of cake. You know, but the idea of if you actually learn it, that means you own the information. So right. even though you might be able to get that stuff together and under your fingers for the concert, mm -hmm. you haven't learned it. Yeah. But you conduct your life this way, too, Joey. I mean, you actually pay attention all the time. I, I mean, you're the, you're well, always in to. the moment. You're always focused and in the moment. There's very little that happens around you that, that just goes past you that you just don't deal with. Right. It, why would you want to let stuff go He's, past you? You just confused him, Brian. <laughs> yeah, like, right. I, I'm trying to figure out <laughs> why why you would want to go any other way. He, he just thinks that everyone functions the same way. That's most right. Of us, oh, no, most I know of us everybody are, doesn't function the same way as I do. I know we're all different, and that's okay, kind of. Right. But but most, <laughs> a lot of us are constantly deleting things to make room for other stuff. There's I just think you just have there. the space. No, everybody has yeah, the he space. Has a, yeah. Everybody has you, the space. You onboard everything. You take it all in. Yeah, but everybody has that space. You just most people just don't care about keeping the other stuff. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, right. So you don't care, so you don't remember. It just yep. download it. Right. Or you're in school and you don't think your multiplication tables are important, so you just let them go. Yeah. And for you, everything's important. Well, what? it is. It is. Yeah. Important. Like when what my tables. <laughs> exactly. When my, when my elementary teachers told us that we had to memorize those, I said, "Okay." So I went home and I memorized them. Yeah. Because you're that's very what compliant. we're supposed to do. You're very compliant for as difficult I, I as you are. I listen to good teachers, and it's <laughs> right. one of the reasons and, I've been and, able to be successful. Right, but right. this is the thing that amazes me, that you don't recall anything about games or didn't play any when you were young. <laughs> <laughs> because if you really recall everything, you would know the rules. It's true. God, I should, I should work on that. <laughs> I'm never right, going to so. figure out Wordle. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no shot. No, no. 
Oh, the best day was the first day with all the gray blocks. I'm not. That made me so happy. I just I flipped over Facebook here's, and just started to giggle. Here's what I liked about that. There were people that were that actually went in with, "Hey, listen, what I do, we're actually trying to help me out." Looking at six guesses of five letters each with zero letters correct is. <laughs> 30 guesses at 26 letters. <laughs> hey, what you need to do is, yeah, wow, I wish I'd thought of that. I guess I'm just an idiot. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. All right. So what's your secret? Secrets. Secrets. Now, there. This is this is where the internet really comes in handy. Yes. <laughs> because the internet is full of people that are telling you all you need to do to get great is give them money. And if you give mm. them money, then they're going to give you the secret. Now, this is the interesting part. When you look at, this is where you want to be looking for verifiable information. So when you're looking for information, you think, where is that information coming from? So who is, who is the person supplying this information? Do they have a job in this field? Do they have any credentials in this field? Do they have any experience in this field? Do they have a track record in this field? <laughs> and if you can't answer yes to any of those questions, it's very likely that what this person is really trying to do is get you to give them money. Yeah, just take right. your money. <laughs> and, that's, and, and that's it. Yeah, and this is, you know, I'm trying to think about our title today, of course, was Compression, Unicorns, and Other Myths. Uh, this is the Unicorns and Other Myths. Totally. This. this is absolutely it. This is they are selling something that does not exist. You know, yeah. you know, much like the shortcuts. These are mm -hmm. myths, secrets, unicorns. These out there, but there are lots of people out there. Yeah, oh, you know, I've got. Yeah, I have a method. Got. I've got a method. Yeah. You, yeah. you, if you buy my system, and or my book, or lessons with me, then so, I'll tell you what's really up. Maybe this isn't the. I think this might be the time to bring this up. I think it is. This feels like the right time to bring it up. The Dunning-Kruger effect. <laughs> okay. I mean, we've done it. We have a podcast. We have overestimated our cognitive ability. <laughs> uh, uh, we do Kidding. have a podcast. Exactly. I don't think we've overestimated anything. <laughs> no, I think we know exactly who we are. <laughs> I, I think we do a good but, job of our self-awareness. Uh, but uh, but this this idea that I've figured this out. This is what drives you crazy. Come on, let's be honest. This is what drives you crazy about the Wordle thing. Yes. Right? Like, because I know this thing, I have I've figured it out, and I, I'm smart. And I'm really I'm, smart, and yes. you're going to pay me for it. Yeah. Yes. I'm good, and I need, one, to let everyone know that, and two, <laughs> I'm better than everyone else, and everyone else should come to me. Yes. <laughs> this is the amazing yeah. part of this. This is the Dunning-Kruger effect. But I think that goes really well under secrets because I have figured it out because I'm smart, and now yeah. you will come to me for this information. And also, you, yeah, the exclusivity of it. Yeah, I'm the only one who knows. Because let's be clear oh, about right. this. Great trumpet players, because we were just you know talking about trumpet, and this applies obviously a lot wider than this. Great trumpet players come from everywhere. You know, we know great trumpet players from all over the world that have come from all unbelievable different ways of coming up and even different ways of going at playing. You know, yeah. we, we, we have a friend who has told us, uh, you know, about anchor tonguing and saying that everyone does it. Now, anchor tonguing is a thing, but everybody's right. not doing it. Not no. everybody. Not no. everyone. Right? No. So there are different ways to go about this, and there are different ways to arrive at the same place. Yeah. 
So the idea that there's only one way or only one path and someone, so there's one person holding that secret. Or there's, there's a best so, path. There's this so the much evidence path. against all of that. Yeah, when you, sure. When you look, look at the history of successful trumpet players, you can see some patterns along the way, you know, that, oh, oh a lot of them have come from, or, you know, you've seen some, you know, where you see good teachers, you often see good students coming out of there. Uh, <laughs> but you also see all over the place. You know, look, you can look at, orchestras in the United States, you can look at the, the military bands, you know, as, as a place where you can see these are people who've done really, really well playing trumpet. They're from everywhere. Right. Yeah. And they're from different schools, different countries. They're, you know, different shapes and sizes. Because, boy, how many times I heard growing up as a lead player, well, yeah, of course, you can do this. You know, you got to be a big guy to play Because you're a big guy. <laughs> I have heard, I have had someone say to me, and they weren't kidding, yeah, boy, that was great. That's why I don't trust any skinny lead players. And they meant it as a compliment to me. And I'm like, um, that's one, possibly a little offensive. I'm not easily offended. But two, ridiculous. Yeah. Right? The yeah. idea that that's, that's part of it. There's the yeah. secret. You know, you just got to make sure you're, you're big. Oh, well, that's a hard thing to control because mm -hmm. it's a ludicrous contention. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Love the secrets. All right. We got to get to exceptions. <laughs> this is this is possibly my favorite. I mean, no, gadgets are always my favorite, but exceptions right. are my favorite. Because if you say, hey, listen, here's what it takes. It's going to take years of hard and dedicated practice for you to get better. Hey, so-and-so never practiced. They've got double Cs, and they played the Tomasi in their senior recital. <laughs> yeah. or hey you know yep, for, they never practiced for for equipment you know uh generally speaking uh if you want to play if you want to be doing some lead playing you might want to think about playing uh maybe something a little bit smaller than you're playing now get a little more resistance and have easier access into the upper register and that kind of flexibility hey i heard about i heard about this guy plays lead trumpet on a 1x yeah <laughs> yeah so even if these stories have an ounce of truth to them, which most of them do not. And we're going to get to that next. <laughs> <laughs> they still don't really apply. No. Right? Because if you have, uh, if we talk about trumpet players, there are thousands of us around around the world, at least, that do this professionally, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? We're not all the same. So you're going to find some outliers here and there. Sure. For sure. And then if you want to base your pedagogy on an outlier, Wow. <laughs> That's a bad oh. way to live. Yeah, and think think about the time wasted if you go down this path because someone else did and it's not right for you. Right. Like it's that never one, gonna uh, that work. One yeah. person did. The one person. Yeah. The other ninety nine and that you know of did not. But you're thinking, That's the way to go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is right. why we have medical trials. You know, yeah. <laughs> why we have to test things over many, well, many people. You know? I mean, I'll use myself as an example here as uh, what I play lead on is not generally what most people play lead trumpet on. So when my students are like, well, what do you play on? I say, I will happily show you what I play on. I don't believe in keeping any secrets. I don't think this is right for most people. Yeah. So if you're somebody who's playing a mouthpiece in the 3C-ish range, which lots of people when they're coming to college are, when we're looking for something that might be good for lead, that's about the size of what I play lead on, which is not what most people do. So I'm not a good example. Right. right. But I yeah. know that rather than say, well, 
here's what I play. You should play what I play. Then most of my students would just fail and say, and, and then I would say, well, <laughs> you're just not working hard enough. Well, Which, they're also not as big as you. So, so it, oh, exactly. It stands I'm a reason. Gonna, I'm going to tell well, all my students they need to get taller and put on weight. Yeah, <laughs> yes. right. Not everyone can do what you do on a seven C. It's really remarkable. <laughs> well, I was, I was hanging out at Pickett's one time at Peter Pickett's shop and he goes, try this mouthpiece. Right. A mouthpiece that he designed for an amazing lead player. Right. Who sounds great. I could not get a sound out of it. <gasps> this this <laughs> happened to me uh, and Frank Green. We were on the road and we went into Shilke. It's the first time I ever met Scott Lasky. So he's yeah. like, I'm going to go by Shilke. I said, I've never met. Oh, I'm, this is going to be awesome. He said, oh, man, Dave Trigg was just in here. Now, Dave, if you know Dave, he played with uh, um, Natalie Cole and he had come up to Orlando. He's an amazing lead player. He's just Lights out, right? Hey, I was just making this. I'm finishing up this for, for Dave Trigg. And Dave and Frank had known each other for years. They're friends. And he showed this to us. I could not make a sound on this mouthpiece. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. how does, wow. And I, I hear him play and go, well, okay, well, yeah, that works. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was impossible. Like, not even anything. <laughs> <laughs> no sound. No sound whatsoever. Right. But clearly... So we, Work for somebody else, right? So you don't you don't want to base your your uh, course of study based on exceptions. Yeah, you want to have a right. broad view. Exceptions now, are dangerous. It's in the title, so I want to talk about it. Compression. Uh huh. <laughs> because I think this is one of those things. I mean, we we dance around this topic all the time, and it's become this sort of running gag. You know, it's a punch oh, it's line. a running gag. It's a, it's a punchline, but but I think it's a good I have video of the gag. <laughs> it's a good example, right, of different approaches and how not everything makes sense for everybody. Okay, let's be clear about this. You're pressing buttons, and I'm going to go ahead and go in. <laughs> On purpose. I, I am, yeah, yeah, of course I am. So when, we, when trumpet players normally talk about compression, what they really are saying is they are going to stop the air after they inhale before they exhale. That is generally what they mean, and they are saying that they are creating, for lack of a better term, compressed air or compression they're they're compressing the air inside their body now first they're not <laughs> so <laughs> what, what so from a from a, 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 a words have meaning matter compressed air has a real meaning and that's not what we're doing when we stop the air we can be putting pressure upon it and we can be building it up behind us but that's not the same as when you buy a can of compressed air at the hardware store Right. It's mm -hmm. not the same thing. So first off, it's not that thing. But second, what you're saying is true. What they think of in that sense is, OK, I'm going to breathe in and then I'm going to stop that air because then I have a better uh, access point, usually into the upper register, which can work for them. Right. Right. Here's what I'm saying. I don't do that and I can prove it. So I've had mm -hmm. some arguments with friends of ours and other people that say, like, no, everyone does this. And I'm saying, mm -hmm. no, we're playing differently. Yes. And there are lots and lots of people, especially on the commercial side of things, that do play this way and say this is the way to play and have been wildly successful. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Here's my counter. Here's why I don't do it. As trumpet players, I think we generally grow up in all, you know, the general trumpet pedagogy has always been breathe in, blow out, don't let the air stop. Right? Yeah. So there's a reason you don't let the air stop. Once you stop the air, you have to start the air. So that's adding two steps, stopping it and then restarting right. it. So we've added two steps now to be, before we've ever made a note on the trumpet. And two, <laughs> once you do that, your sound is by definition worse. 
We can demonstrate it over and over and over again. Once you interrupt that airflow, put that stop and start again, your sound is not as full. So that's those are my first two reasons to not do it. But then the third reason is this. Where do you start doing this? I want to play the trumpet from a conceptual standpoint as easily as possible. So I want to do it one way. We've talked about this before, right? Yes, we so have. I, I kind of conceive of everything as playing the trumpet one way. So if I'm if I'm not going to stop the airstream on a low C and restart it, and I'm not going to stop so I have my compression at middle C, why would I do that on high C? Right? Mm -hmm. So there's the other reason. So if I have a line that starts on G in the staff and ends two octaves higher than that, does that mean I have to stop and start that air before I start the low G, or do I have to stop and reset <laughs> in the middle of the line? <laughs> this makes trumpet playing more complicated, not easier. Exactly. Right. Agreed. So that's the third reason I don't want to do it. Now, again, there are people that do this, and I think it's bad terminology, and I think they're giving up a little bit of their sound just to be able to make some high notes come out because, three, it works. Right. I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm saying it does work, and that's why people do it. Yeah, right. sure. But yeah. that's my argument against the compression. Sorry, rant over. I no. can't over here. Gentlemen, <laughs> thoughts? I'm, I feel like I'm bullying the podcast. No, button, <laughs> button pushed intentionally. That's why it's in the title because we want. I mean, this is one of those common things, right? Yeah, and it's it's a it's a good way to think about this idea. Um, any any other exceptions you can think of? I got the mouth. We got the mouthpiece. This person does this this way. They play this equipment. Any other exceptions we want to throw on? Cheek puffing. Okay. Well, Dizzy did it. Yeah, but yeah, so I can do it. Yeah, yeah. Cheek puffing is is complicated as well. Um. Because, yeah, Dizzy did it, but if you look at how he was doing it when he was young, it was little, and by the time he got old, it was much worse. Sure. And you can hear the sound difference. You can hear his sound sure. get more and more empty. Because if your cheeks, what you really, what the cheek puffing is from a very literal standpoint is we need our corners to be in place so that the middle can vibrate. Right. So there are a couple of ways to do that. You can essentially say the, say the letter M, and you can feel those corners get firm on the end, right? Just mm -hmm. those listening go M, and you can feel those corners get firm. And you can leave them there and hold them there that way. Or you can just blow your cheeks out until you blow those corners into place. Right. <laughs> and that holds them in place as well. Sure. It's a harder way to do it uh, from a long-term perspective. But yeah, cheek, but let's, let's go. There's one other big one out there. And we're, we're about to see him. We love Bobby Shue, right? We love Bobby. Yeah. I'm glad you, this is it. There it is. Because we're going to be in Albuquerque. And I hope, I hope uh, Bobby has some time to hang with us as he is a unbelievable player and an unbelievable teacher. Let's be yeah. clear yeah. about that. The number yep. of careers that he has helped and or saved is a long list of trumpet players we've heard of. You mm -hmm. know, they've been like, if it weren't for Bobby, he's great. So when Yamaha said, let's make you a horn. And they made the original, uh, that was the 8310Z, is that right? No, 6310Z was the original okay. one. Um, the Z horn. And everybody's like, well, that's what Bobby plays. That's what I'm going to play. Now, right. Bobby, at that point, was getting a little bit older and has emphysema. So he had them make a horn, so that worked great for him. And I heard him on it, and he sounds like a million bucks. But boy, so many lead players bought that right away. And within two years, were selling them like crazy. Mm. Because it is a great horn for Bobby, which does not mean <laughs> it's a great horn for anyone else. Especially for an older gentleman with emphysema. Yes. <laughs> right? Sure, of course. Because I remember yeah. trying that horn for the first time and thinking, I can't play this. This doesn't work for me at all. Yeah. 
Hmm. You know, and even Vince uh, Vince DiMartino came into my office this been about ten years ago, and he had a new Shires with him. He goes, "You got to try this. This is the best thing I've ever played." Mm-hmm. And I played it and said, "Um," and he played it. You sound like a million bucks. And I said, "You're not telling eighteen year olds they should buy this horn." And he goes, "Why not? What's the problem? Play me your horn." And I played my horn. He goes, "Huh?" And I said, "So they tightened this up for you?" And he said, "Yeah." Well, they did this, this. They kind of stuck with, with the Destino and did some tweaks, right? The horn dog yes. played. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I said, well, of course, as you get older, you're going to need that. No offense. And he's like, I never thought of it kind of like that. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Vince just listened to me, which is kind of awesome. Wow, that's but great. It was like, but I said, when you were 20, you never would have played this horn. Right. Oh, yeah, of course not. Back when right. I was 20, I said, so why should 20-year-olds play it now? Yeah. Like, that's the right horn for him at this time, which doesn't mean it's the right horn for anyone else. So when exactly. you first started to talk about Bobby, and I, I really do hope we see him again when we're out there, mm-hmm. um, I thought you were going to go with the wedge breath. Oh, no. I actually don't have a lot of problems with the wedge breath as taught. I have a lot of problems with the wedge breath as as understood and retaught. As interpreted. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, any other, so we're down to your legendary stories, and I think we've kind of covered this, you know, a oh. little bit along the way here, but go ahead. Okay. I have heard, and I know you guys have as well. You've heard, all right, so there was this guy who used to play in the studios in New York oh, yeah. in like the yeah. 70s. Mm-hmm. 10 years, never missed one note. Right. <laughs> right. You know, none of these stories are true. <laughs> right. Not a, Absolutely none of them. <laughs> you know, this is the good part of, of getting to where we are and almost as old as Bill is that we've been Please. able to hear legendary players like I, I, yeah. I can't believe how lucky I've been in being able to meet here sometimes even hang out with no offense to you personally Brian yeah, world class trumpet players from all yeah. over the place in different generations which also means we've got to hear them standing right next to them in a room and guess what they're trumpet players they yeah, miss notes <laughs> they miss notes they frack they step in holes they go oh crap what just happened there and it's yeah. very humanizing to see that because I grew up in that era of only hearing when we're kids, only hearing recordings, which always sound perfect. So <laughs> right. then you think yeah. every time you miss a note in high school band, you're like, yeah, I suck. Those people are great. And yeah. there's some truth in I'm in high school and I do suck and some and tr- much truth in they're, they're professionals and they're great. But there's also truth in, oh, they screw up in rehearsals too. They screw up in performances too. Yeah, they sure. miss stuff too. And this yeah. is where the legend thing of so-and-so is untouchable and this icon, n- there isn't that. There are players that are unbelievable and I yeah. respect it and I, I love great trumpet playing. But this idea of literally idolizing, turning them into idols rather than sure. realizing they're just great trumpet players doesn't help. It actually makes things harder because then that places this division of, well, they're just great and i can't possibly do that how could i do that well when i when i got to iup there was talk of this great trumpet player who had graduated he was in the army band now and this is kevin eisensmith that was his name (laughs) and kevin was known for playing the entire schlossberg book cover to cover every day there it is every day what and so yes and so years later who has that kind of time well (laughs) years later when i finally when i met kevin right and i was looking to go to grad school with him i said listen I got to know. I got to know if this is true. The legend is 
you played the Schlossberg book cover to cover every day in a practice room on the first floor, Cogswell. And he goes, oh, my God, no one could ever do that. <laughs> like, I would be dead. And who exactly. has that kind of, And he goes, and who has that kind of time? Right. But that that was the thing. And all of us lived under this thing of like, well, if that's that's how you want to get to where he is. And that's what you would. That's what you do. That was the story. And it's amazing how that stuff sticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all of those stories. Whenever I hear them, I mean, they still there are a lot of them that are still out there. It's we like, need a, uh, a Snopes. No. Snopes still out there? We need a Snopes for trumpet. <laughs> we should start a page. We should put it on our site. Put it on the site. <laughs> put it on. Oh, I like this idea. Trumpet That's a good Snopes. Idea. <laughs> we had trumpet Shefty, which by the way wasn't any of us, as far as you know. Um, <laughs> are we going to break some news right now there Shefty? no 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 <laughs> anything you want to tell us i am not trumpet Shefty. sure i know you guys not. think i am but i'm not wow <laughs> i'm really not the direct line back on to your, you though on your deathbed okay no. <laughs> it was me it was me <laughs> bill's dying uh, words no instead of rosebud no. <laughs> i'm trumpet exactly. no no i died happy in my sleep knowing i was not trumpet Shefty. Um, yeah, too funny though. But you know, we got that's what we should do. We should start a trumpet Snopes page and I love this idea. Debunk all this stuff. Yeah, so we, anything wow. we see online, we put up there and say, "Here's why this is crap." Exactly. I like it. Well, so, I, love I love the it. categories, and I think we covered. I think we got. We I think we made the point we needed to make today. I hope very so. helpful. All right, good time for no offense. Well, y'all, you know that old cliche. If it's too good to be true, it was probably put online by a trumpet player. <laughs> so listen. <laughs> there are no shortcuts, no magic mouthpieces, and no one theory that's going to solve it all. Get in the practice room, pay your dues, do the work, and get there. Yeah. That's all there just, is. Yeah, just yeah, do the work. That's it. Yeah, and and be open and listen to lots of people because they're, we didn't really cover this. We've covered schools of trumpet before. But, it, you know, the idea of there's one teacher that can get you where you're going, that's also a faulty premise, right? So be open to lots of, you know, there's lots of great information out there. Go seek it out. Be discerning. But there's lots of good stuff out there. Listen to all of it. For sure. Yeah. yeah there's. It's amazing. Right? We've talked about this before, too. The access to information is unbelievable. Totally. To think about what it was like when we were in school. And I did say we. Um <laughs> That's a royal we, I'm assuming. We had more than one room in our schools. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, the other day, I, I uh, on my YouTube feed, this thing of uh, Matthias Hoff's put up that he's doing a new record. Right. And it, it was like a little two-minute thing from his recording session. And he's playing C trumpet with piano. And I just sat there and watched, holy moly. Yeah, that's was, all you need was, to know. It, it was astounding. I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm downloading, I'm buying that for download whenever it comes out. Yeah. But if this were when we were growing up, you, one, you have to know who he is. Two, you have to go to a record store. And three, you have to take the chance. Here it is like, mm -hmm. okay, this just pops up. And I listen to world-class playing as a little teaser for something that now I know I'm going to go buy. Sure. But just for a split second, didn't you think, I wonder what mouthpiece that he's playing <laughs> I will tell you. I did, it's funny. It didn't really occur to me. I was watching going, holy crap. That is gorgeous. Because oh, it's a piece I didn't know. It was he's a crazy trumpet player. It always sounds amazing. Yeah. Oh. And also doing a lot of stuff, either uh, new arrangements uh, for sure. trumpet or, or new pieces. Because I'm like, I don't know this piece at all. Uh, this is so cool. I got to get this. Right. Well, here's the thing. When he plays, you're not thinking about the trumpet. Yeah. You're thinking about music. It's yes. gorgeous. Yeah. It's it's just absolutely stunning. Yeah. He did so a yeah, Christmas put... album, trumpet ensemble Christmas album thing. <gasps> mm. Wait a yeah. minute. 
with some a of trumpet ensemble and, Christmas. Really? Album? Yeah, this is a great idea. Yeah, it would be a good idea. Bill, we, yeah, I think we should be all over that. I God, can't believe no one's done it or even thought of. No it. one's thought of that. <laughs> yeah, it's a great idea. It's too bad we don't have some arrangements started. Yeah. I bought it. It's if, it's fantastic. If playing. I can get the itinerary for Albuquerque, we might be able to work out some. You know, let's get right on that reading sessions <laughs> to read some of our new Christmas stuff. Absolutely. No better What's way that? to do. No better time to do that. I don't think than when you're in the desert. Absolutely. In spring. In spring, <laughs> with a couple of days to kill. You know, why not? Hey, well, listen, boys, that should about do it for today. Stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors, and don't buy things online. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.